Now, prepare your ear holes as we bring you another great podcast from the Poop Culture Extended Universe. This episode of the Bo Cephas Broadcast is brought to you by... We live in a world with too many accounts, too many passwords, and not enough time to remember which one belongs to what. Luckily, there's Vault. Vault is the visualized approach to passwords. Store all your passwords behind one truly random master password using photos instead of words and numbers. With the ability to store your passwords across all your devices, Vault is making passwords painless. Right now, when you visit vault.io slash PCEU, you'll be entered to win a $100 Visa gift card. Download Vault and enable the backup and sync feature and receive an additional five entries. That's VALT.io slash PCEU. Vault. Make passwords painless. Warning, the following program features content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Bo Cephas Broadcast. Greetings, boys and girls, and welcome to episode 56 of the Bo Cephas Broadcast. Glad to be back in the basement with you for another week of shenanigans across the World Wide Web. It is another snowy day in West Central Illinois. Uh, they called for one to three inches, and as always, we didn't get anywhere near that overnight. We got a light dusting, uh, but the uh, the ice, the sleet, that kind of stuff accumulating is what uh, has hurt us over the weekend. We got more of that than we did snow. Uh, definitely yesterday, for sure. Friday night, uh, going into Saturday morning. Pretty much covered the roads locally uh, and around the area with a sheet of ice. That did not stop me, though, from uh, getting a man country skillet with my pals in Keokuk. It was a little treacherous, especially, I, I mean, the, the highway between Quincy and Keokuk was a lot uh, more clear than the roads here in town locally. But I did have to follow a FedEx truck nearly the entire way, so that was uh, that was a blast. Almost uh, rear-ended a, a Cadillac Escalade in town. That would have been a great start to a Saturday morning. In theory, I probably should have stayed put, but uh, that skillet was calling my name. Celebratory skillets. Why the celebration, you ask? Well, that is uh, the result of me resigning from both of my jobs recently. I told you last week I'd have some news on the old career front during this episode, and uh, here it is. I had my official last days at the Salvation Army Croc Center and Sears, my part-time gig for just a little over a month. Kind of felt bad resigning after that short period of time, but uh, Thursday, February 8th, my last two days, or my last days at both places of employment, I guess I should say. Moving on. Moving on to uh, greener pastures. Greater things. I uh, accepted a job with, uh, well, technically an international company uh, recently that'll kind of see me heading up their marketing efforts. I'm very excited about this. This is a this is a big, giant step for me, uh, professionally and personally. Really, I will be totally honest in saying that I'm nervous, terrified. <laughs> I, you know, I don't really know what to expect, but it seems like, um, you know, the next logical, proper step in you know what I want to do and, and, and how I want to end up as far as a career goes. So I'm really excited about it. I'm confident. I'm definitely confident. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where this all leads. Because it's, it's sort of a comfort zone and it's sort of outside of a comfort zone. Either way, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of room for growth here as well. There's a lot of room to uh, kind of take the ball and run with it, which is nice. Uh, the last you know, few jobs that I've had have, have kind of been uh that way you know a lot of room for kind of making it your own 
So like I said, I'm nervous, I'm terrified, but I'm excited, I'm confident all at the same time. It's it's just it's it's strange to leave a job. Like it's awkward. There's there's this whole awkward sense of, you know, you put your two weeks notice in and then for me, I kind of tried to keep it tight lipped. I didn't really tell anybody other than the people that I needed to tell. So then you kind of got these people coming up to you and they're they're like, Oh, so here you're leaving. You're you're gonna be taken off, you know? And it's like, Yeah, I don't handle those types of I guess it's not, it's kind of small talk, but it's kind of not. It always seems like from the other party that engages it, that they feel this, like they feel a responsibility or, or they feel like they have to say something about you. Like they could hate your guts, but maybe they feel obligated to say, so here you're leaving, but it's just awkward for me. You know, I I, I don't like it. It's like confrontation for a lot of people, even though it's not negative. Usually it's just like, oh, it's been nice working with you. Congratulations. Good luck in your future endeavors or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Other than for me, it's very awkward to have to sit there and have that conversation about, yeah, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to not be working here anymore in a couple of weeks. But I know it's largely all in, you know, good spirit and, and, and well wishing and stuff like that. It's just it's weird. It's weird for me. And then you got the last day where. You know, throughout the last couple of weeks, I've been cleaning stuff off my desk, and, and I, I really kind of took a bunch of stuff home a few months ago, just because I'd kind of gotten to that point, if we're being honest. You know, it's kind of like, uh, I want to make this as easy as possible when I when I go to get out of here. But, you know, the last day, I, I got a duffel bag. We got duffel bags for our Christmas present at work this year, so that duffel bag had not left the office, and probably for good reason, because I ended up filling it with a bunch of crap from my desk that I needed to take home with me when I left. So that duffel bag came in handy. But it's awkward to be saying your departure things, you know, on the final day and you're you're standing there with your with your duffel bag and and me, I look like a vagrant because I've got, you know, five o'clock shadow on my head from not shaving. I got this scruffy beard thing going on. I got the, you know, farmer's carhartt looking coat and a beanie on that's seen better days. So I'm walking out of this place. I'm walking out of a professional job looking like a hobo. Wearing a choring coat and a hat and carrying a duffel bag. So, you know, I, I myself looked awkward enough. And me being emotionally awkward as well, or personally awkward, however you want to put it. It was just weird. It was weird. I couldn't wait to get out of there, though, because of that. But there's never going to be like a completely smooth exit from somewhere, especially when you've been there for almost three years. You know, you've kind of built a, a foundation there. You kind of you kind of cemented yourself into that culture. And now you're removing yourself from it. But it is what it is. I'm grateful. I'm very, very grateful for the time that I spent there because it it, uh, taught me a lot. Uh, I developed some skills and further honed some skills. You know, I'm more confident going into this new career, uh, having had that time where I was previously. So it all works out. It all it all really uh, paved a good way to get me where I'm going. And I think that's all that a lot of people could hope for in their careers. It's going to be interesting, though. I'm going to be spending a week in Las Vegas for this new job, the first week of April. It's going to be my first time in Vegas. I'm equally nervous about that, slightly terrified, but I'm looking forward to it all the same. It's going to be a huge culture shock because, like I said, I've never been there. When I was doing admissions for the college, uh, fresh out of uh, fresh out of college, you know, you got this overweight white guy that is. Uh, it was raised in a town of under two thousand people, predominantly white, and by that I mean probably ninety nine point nine percent white very rural and they say to you we're going to put you in northern illinois and chicago to recruit students from there 
which I thought, great. Never been to Chicago. It'll be cool to spend some time there. Well, I mean, it was, but, uh, you know, like I said, you put this overweight, white 23-year-old kid in Chicago, uh, not knowing anything or anyone or anywhere in that area, wearing a, a suit and a tie, driving a Honda Civic with the windows rolled down through um, one of the more bad neighborhoods in the Chicago area. Like I said, windows down, uh, Ben Folds on blast. I couldn't be any more white in this situation, in this area. But luckily, I, I spent enough time that I kind of figured out where to go and, and, and what to avoid. And know, it, was, it was interesting. But Vegas will be interesting for sure. The question is... Do I gamble while I'm out there just to get, you know, we've got a casino in LaGrange, Missouri, which is about 20 minutes north of Quincy. And I have gambled there before. And by that, I mean, I play the penny slots because I'm tight. But do I mean, do I do I go gamble in Vegas if I've got some downtime to, just to say that I've been there, done that? And if so, what do I do? I need your input here. For those of you that have been to Vegas, A, do I gamble and B, what should I gamble on? So that maybe I'm coming home with an extra five or ten grand. That would be awesome. That would be fantastic. Five to ten grand would buy me a lot of nice things or take care of a lot of bills. Primarily my student loan, because it's the only thing burdening me at the moment. So I don't know. If you've got any uh, any advice on that, Vegas and gambling and all that stuff, be sure to uh, hit me up. Let me know about that, all right? And I will say I've kept fairly tight-lipped about seeking out a new career over the last several months. It was uh, very nice, though, I will say, over the course of the last year. I actually had a few places come to me, reach out to me about working for them, which is very, very flattering, and, and I'm very grateful to have had those opportunities. But as a result, in the process of all this stuff, I've learned that it, it really kind of is, you know, that old adage of it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. I've learned that that adage is, is really very accurate. Now, granted, what you know is equally important but but getting there is a lot about the who you know portion of that phrase it's been an interesting process in that um you know in searching out these new careers i'm starting to think about all these adult things you know like what what benefits are offered for a job and and um you know where i want kids to go to school and things like that i know the kids going to school thing is a part of the job but there has been a decision made that we will not uh, put our kids through the, the public school system in town. We're going to go to a little more rural community just outside the uh, the city limits. But man, it's such a bizarre time in life as age 30 is like right on the horizon. Like I'm looking at it and it's like, I'm coming for you. I'm going to be there pretty shortly. And I was very picky too, as far as picking out a career this time. I wasn't going to just take the the first available thing that sounded like it would be good or, you know, would would kind of fit the bill for the time I was picky. I turned a few down and that was, you know, I felt very grown up about being picky about this stuff. You know what I mean? So it's just, uh, it's, it's been an interesting year. 29 has been, uh, fulfilling and weird, you know, just like the other 28 years. In summation though, it's, it's been a very exciting time in my life and I'm, I'm quite grateful to, uh, have this new endeavor in front of me and, uh, we'll, we'll see, what kind of doors it opens, you know, where, where I end up by the time I'm 30 in October. Cause I think there's going to be some interesting changes coming this year. And it all starts on Wednesday, February 14th, which is of course, Valentine's day. You got uh, big Valentine's plans. As far as our Valentine's day is concerned, I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty low key VD 
as the uh, the kids would call it. You know, go grab some dinner, maybe watch a, a motion picture, head to sleep around 8 p.m. I might get a viewing Wheel of Fortune in around 6.30. I don't know. I don't know. It's all part of getting older, man. We're just not as exciting anymore. And I say that, I've never been that much of an exciting person in general. So now is the, now is the uh, age... Man, I've talked a lot about getting older this episode, haven't I? Good Lord. Do I have a problem with that that I don't know about? Am I terrified to face age 30? Maybe more so than I thought. Anyway, before I bore you to death and make myself more paranoid about getting older, speaking of Valentine's Day, last year we had my friend Patrick Parsons on to share his story about flying to New York to surprise his now wife, Nicole, for Valentine's Day. And that story was actually part of the nationally syndicated radio program, Bob and Sherry. At the time, I was working at the radio station and... One of our stations was a Bob and Sherry affiliate, so we aired that, and it was it was kind of bizarre, but it was super cool that Patrick was on that program that morning. So I had popped over in the other studio where Bob and Sherry airs and uh, was listening to Patrick on a nationally syndicated radio program as he was getting ready to board a flight to go to New York to surprise Nicole for Valentine's Day. That is still a story for the ages. And it was super, super cool. So last year was, I mean, it was essentially a first Bocephus Buddies episode that wasn't branded the Bocephus Buddies episode. But there was another thing that I wanted to do last year for Valentine's Day on the show. And this is something that uh, I never got around to it for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why. But this year, that changes. But last year, I thought about calling places like uh, Sears Portrait Studio or, or, you know, what's left of those. And uh, asking them if they would take, like, risque photos of me for Valentine's Day. Now, these are known, these risque photos, and they're not porn, per se. Depends on who you ask, I guess. Uh, these are known as boudoir photos in most circles. Now, I just thought it would be it would be a funny concept, a funny premise to have a, a hairy, overweight man such as myself asking a photographer to take these kind of photos that are normally reserved for women. And sometimes they have guys in it, but these are typically boudoir photos are of ladies in skimpy clothing, lingerie, things like that. So I thought, wouldn't it be funny? Like, if, if you were on the receiving end of this as a photographer or anybody in general, and you had a, an overweight man, big overweight hairy man asking you to take photos of him in his underpants, striking up sexy poses, that to me would be hilarious. Somebody called me as a photographer or just in general and asked, you know, would you take these uh, sexy photos of this fat guy uh, in his Joe Boxer underwear? Uh, beneath a, a waterfall next to a windmill. I'd be like, yeah, sure, whatever. That's funny. I, I find humor in that. So this year, I made it happen. Like I said, I wanted to do this last year, but I, for some reason, never got around to it. So uh, so I set out to find a photographer or a studio who would do so. And I searched high and low, and it's difficult on a Sunday. I don't know why I always wait until Sunday to try to call these businesses to do these semi-crank calls. I mean, they're not completely prank calls, but to an extent, yes, they are. So I tried to find one. I searched, uh, I didn't want to search the immediate area. So I searched New York. I searched uh, California, Las Vegas. I searched the coasts, essentially, to make sure that uh, I had a little bit larger of a pool to choose from and maybe a little bit more luck in finding somebody that was open on a Sunday to take my my uh, ridiculous calls like this. As always, made a lot of calls, only got a few to pick up. But uh, here are the results. This is what I got. Thank you for calling Portrait Innovations. Hi, uh, is this the Portrait Studio? In Clifton, correct. Yes, it is. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I was wondering if you have any availability coming up? Uh, yes, we do have availability. Um, we have availability as soon as Tuesday. 
Okay. Monday's um, okay. Sure. Um, what kind of uh, what kind of photography are you capable of doing? Uh, we do all sorts of uh, different subjects. Um, we do anything from graduation pictures to family pictures, business uh, shots, all kinds of events. Okay. Do you do you do the the boudoir boudoir shots? Um, I'm sorry. I'm not familiar with that. Uh, it's like the the underpants photos. Oh no! I'm sorry. We we don't allow um, anything with uh, you know less amount of clothes here at the studio. Only because okay. it is family oriented. Um, sure, sure. Uh, well, I, I'm looking. Do you know? Can you give me a, a referral of a place that maybe does? I'm I'm looking to put some spark back in the old marriage. Uh, you know, and and get some some of those. Uh, 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 Bud Dwyer photos done. Sorry, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not aware of. I wouldn't know. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Have a great day. Hello. Hi. Is this Vlad? Yes. Hi, Vlad. Uh, I I got your number from the Google uh, that that said you do photography. Is that correct? Yes. Right. Okay, um, I, I was curious, uh, do you have any openings coming up within the next couple of days, perhaps? Uh, yeah, I have something. Yeah, tell me more, please, what would you like? Okay, um, well, I, uh, this is going to sound kind of odd, but do you know what boudoir photos are? Yes, I do. Okay, um, uh, our, our marriage therapist recently told us that, that we need to uh, kind of rekindle uh, the spark in our marriage. So I was thinking, and mm-hmm. I don't, I, you know, I know this is very short notice in a short time frame, um, but I, I was thinking about getting some boudoir photos of myself done uh, for the misses, maybe to kind mm-hmm. of, uh, y- you know, kind of put that spark back in the uh, the uh, the old no, marriage. You know, no, I, I I don't really do this kind. Oh, you don't do that. Well, I mean, it's not—they're yeah. not nude photos. I mean, I would be—I uh-huh. would be wearing um, some clothes. Uh, I wouldn't be nude no, at all, I so you wouldn't I have just, to. I don't. I don't do this. No, sorry. Uh, would you do it for the wife? Um, if maybe she were no, to wear I, something. I, 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 in general, I don't do like any kind of this. Like I have like very specific. Like I do engagement photography, weddings. Uh, proposals and just if I don't do any uh, any kind of like portraiture or like something like this. Okay, what like what would it what would it cost to maybe get oh. you to change your mind? No, no, I I'm not gonna do this. I'm okay, uh, do do you have yeah. any uh, any suggestions as to where I could get these done? Because I'm you know I, like I said I'm kind of on a tight time frame. I'd like to get these uh, done before Valentine's Day, even if they're just Polaroids. You know, I need, I just really need someone to hold the camera and take the the photos of me in the the underpants. No, no, I don't know anybody. Sorry. Okay, well that is another one off the list. Yeah. All right, well thank you very much. Have a great yeah, Valentine's Day. Hope somebody gets Good naked for you. Yeah. All right. Hello. Who is this? Uh, I was calling about the the photo shoot. I got the number from the Craigslist. Oh, hi. Sorry, I, I just woke up. Oh, that's fine. Sorry to wake you. Uh, I, I was just... Do you have no. any uh, time coming up? I, I uh, have an odd request. I was hoping to get some of the uh, 
the boudoir shots done for my uh, my significant other for Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, do you have any spe- uh, spe- specific date? Um, I, I, not really. Uh, I, I'm very new to this and, and very nervous. <laughs> no worries. Um, we have really flexible um, availability availability so it's no worries okay um i'll I'll check my schedule and and get back with you i I did have some questions though uh, hopefully you can answer okay okay um how many outfits do i need um well for the i guess it'd be a little bit different we usually do uh one outfit but like for a typical photo shoot but for Bordeaux, we can do three for one hour. Okay. Um, should I, I mean, do I need to bring like t-shirts or uh, button-down shirts? Like, do I do boxers or briefs? Like, what, what do you recommend? I'm actually, so my significant other, who's right next to me, I, I handle the business end, and he's actually the photographer. So ah, I'm going to pass okay. you to him. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. No. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Sorry to wake you. No problem. No problem. That's good. That's good. Um, so listen, uh, why don't you get down my number? Okay. And uh, once I my brain is awake, we can discuss better and I can give you better details of how we can do this and come up with cool ideas for the shoot. Sure. I mean, is it, can I ask, is it normal for, for men to have these photos taken? I'm just, I'm trying to spice things up for, for uh, Valentine's. I wanted to yeah. do something a little out look, of the box. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's totally normal. I've been through things that this is the most, this is really normal. You cannot imagine how normal this is. I've been through things that you cannot imagine and you will never want to see in your life. Oh, I'm sure. So this is totally normal. Yeah. I so mean, don't, don't uh, worry about that. Do I need to, uh, is there any sort of prep that I should do, if, if you know what I mean? Um, well, it depends, because it depends on the, on your significant other, what she likes, and uh-huh. then, uh, what is it that you want to send to her. But uh, most of the time, it's really personal. Like, mm-hmm. there's no universal or general tips that I can give to you about yeah. that. Yeah, it uh, is more of a of a couple thing. Yeah, sure. Because I'm 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 not I'm not thinking full bush. You know, I don't I don't I, that doesn't seem mm-hmm. as tasteful to me. Um, mm-hmm, so I'm mm-hmm. thinking maybe like, you know, maybe you could Photoshop that out, or maybe we could just do a hint of bush, something um, mm-hmm. you know, very very tasteful. Yeah, we we can do that. Listen, it's 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 nothing to be ashamed of. It's totally normal. Trust sure. Me. And it all, it, all, it all depends on what you want to send to her. Um, or we just have to sit down and talk and see what is it that, uh, um, that you would like, what image you want to portray in the pictures. Right. Your significant other. And, and it's not that, that difficult to come by. Yeah. It's uh, really, do, really simple. Yeah. Do you do, um, I mean, obviously you, you, you take the photos, but do you do um, editing? Because I'm, I'm a larger man. I would kind of prefer to be a little, you know, uh, airbrushed or, or, or cleaned up. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's exactly why customer comes to me is because of my editing. Um, that is one of like my forte, uh, really. 
pictures can be taken. Like everyone can take pictures. The hard part is editing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's my speciality. So yes, I do editing. Okay. Um, and I, I've got a list of some poses like, um, do you do like, uh, very close up shots? Like, uh, you know what, you know what I mean? I don't know what the term mm-hmm. is. Um, but I was thinking like yeah. I, could, I could brain the camera and you could, you could zoom in and get like all the texture and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that, that can be done without yeah. a problem. And then like, maybe mm-hmm. um like from the back like me bent over and then like bat winging you know what i mean yes everything all of that can be done it, it, it all depends on what you want to send like once we're shooting you let me know what the mood is what, what how you wanna how you wanna the, how you want the pictures to come out and it, it all will flow you know like all of that that you're saying are simple things to be done with the camera Okay, gotcha. I was thinking, like, uh, have you ever dealt with wax, like wax in photos? Uh, you mean wax in what sense? Like, well, like uh, candle wax. You know, like if I poured that on on me and did something kind of sexy or something with it. Yeah, that, that's not a problem either. Like, like I said, it's that's nothing difficult for me to to cut like to get caught in the in the camera it's really simple that that you're saying okay gotcha mm-hmm. all right well i will uh yep. i'm gonna check my schedule and i'm gonna i'm gonna think it over a little more but thank you very much for all the help you've been been a, a tremendous help this morning no problem no problem have a good day thank you you too like i said not a lot of photographers available on sundays i'll tell you that much so so we'll see there's there's a lot of mulling the situation over that needs to happen before I give that last couple of call back. But I, I was grateful that they seemed on board. You know, he was very uh, reassuring and comforting, which I guess is probably what you want in a photographer if you're going to get pretty much butt naked and show him your testicles, right? So I find a little comfort in that. I feel a little bit uh, a little bit more confident about getting these doudoir shots done, or as I call them, boudoir. Regardless, speaking of phone calls, we had a phone call of our own earlier this week as I opened the hotline to callers to give their two cents on uh, Valentine's Day. And feel free throughout the week. Next week, we can talk about your Valentine's as well. Uh, If there's something that happens that you want to share with the world on, uh, you know, the next episode, feel free to call throughout the week. But uh, here's the uh, here's the Valentine's Day call we had this week. This is Dick Schittle with my buddy Scoots Magoots. He's eight years old, and he's going to tell you what his favorite part about Valentine's Day is. Candy and loving each other and everything. Candy and loving each other and everything. That's our Valentine's Day story for you, Bo Craft. If you would like to leave a message of your own, of course, the hotline is open 24-7, 365. Our operator is standing by. Simply call and leave your message, and it could be featured in next week's show. The number is 872-222-8610. Again, that number is 872-222-8610. I believe, though, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap it up for another successful episode, another short and sweet one in the books. There are still plenty of cool things coming up on the Bocephus broadcast, though, so keep your finger on the pulse of the show by giving us a like at facebook.com slash broadcast. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BoBCraft. Of course, if you've got questions, comments, concerns, hate mail, anything of that nature, shoot an email over to BoCephasBroadcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, take a moment to uh, leave some feedback on the show wherever you're listening, whether that's iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Spreaker, Stitcher, blah, 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 wherever you're listening, take a moment, 
leave some feedback on the show because that helps us reach new audiences. And that is much appreciated. With that, I am uh, I'm out of here. Got a couple more days of between jobbing to enjoy. So we'll catch you next week for episode Heinz 57 of the Bocephus broadcast. We'll catch you then. Happy Valentine's Day! You've been listening to the Bocephus broadcast. What you just heard was a podcast in the Poop Culture Extended Universe. For more great podcasts, make your way to www.poopculture.com.